PraiseZion.com. This is the year I breathe. This is the year I breathe. Your holy presence living. This is my daily bread. This is my daily bread.
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, somebody. God bless you all in the name of Jesus. Good evening this evening. I welcome you to Relation Lawukole on Miss La, and I'm your friend in the School of Counseling and Relationship Life, Stephen Adekunle Adegboye. God bless you all in the name of Jesus. You are welcome to Finding Yourself podcast. 
and uh, my, it's my prayer that the Lord Almighty will perfect all that concerns you all tonight in the name of Jesus. I pray that nobody is permitted to go back home with a plastic experience in the name of Jesus. The Lord Almighty is set to do great and wondrous things through this podcast session. And I know that um, God's name will be glorified in Jesus' name we pray. I welcome you all in the name of Jesus. God bless you all in Jesus' name. Tonight we're going to be talking about what I call attracting God's mercies in your personal finding and marriage. Attracting God's mercies in your personal finding and marriage. Attracting God's mercies in your personal finding and marriage. For those of you that I must have seen, this invite via the flyer. This is what we're going to be talking about tonight. Quickly, before we launch into what we have, because of our time, let us quickly pray. Lord, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for what you're about to do in our lives through this session. We pray that you be with us, strengthen us, guide us, and protect us in the name of Jesus. We pray that we will become worthy ambassadors of your word and we will grow daily in finding ourselves in the name of Jesus. Our marriages will not die in the name of Jesus. Our relationship lives will not take us away from the throne. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you all in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, quickly we are looking at attracting God's mercies in your personal finding and marriage. I need us to understand that um, there's nothing God's mercies cannot do. God's mercies can heal a broken marriage. God's mercies can turn the tides around. God's mercies can show stability. God's mercies can 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 lift bodies away. Say bodies are lifted at Calvary. God's mercies can do what no relationship therapist or marriage counselor can do. God's mercies can go to the very foundation of a marriage and give it a new song i was talking with a counselor you know sorry we're talking about with a couple this couple had issues of infidelity and the woman was a person that actually strayed but then while the man was on the verge of making a divorce they contacted me they reached out to me i myself i didn't know what happened but within one month and three weeks, God helped us out. And I can tell you to the glory of God that they are still living together as man and wife. That would have happened only because of God's mercies. Not because of anyone's expertise here. Not because of anyone's knowledge. God's mercies. No wonder the songwriter sang that song. God's mercies kept me. So I wouldn't let go. But then... There is a CV in acquiring this God's mercy. Somebody will say, ah, uh, we cannot do anything without um, God's mercy, and uh, God will just visit us with his mercy if he wants to. This is true. We are hidden somewhere. But then, there is a positioning for God's mercies. If you are not properly positioned for God's mercies, <laughs> you may find it difficult to assess God's mercies. This is true. This will make me remember a lady, one of my counselors, who was already tired of her marriage. She was not happy the way the husband was behaving. 
she was tired oh god what's the meaning of this been talking to her begging her basically you cannot leave this marriage now god is set to do something you know it's usually not easy to advise people especially when they are so tired of the situation and all of that you know they, they feel that they've paid so much prices and they're tired of paying these prices and all of that you know the man already told her listen there's no problem if you want to leave you can leave but you cannot live with my child and all of that but then god's message showed up how immediately she decided that okay let me just stay put not like she really wanted to then she had um appendicitis and this appendicitis made a husband to god be the glory to you know he took her to the hospital cared for her don't did everything and then brought her home. what am i trying to say if she had left that marriage with no job with no income with nothing nothing that man would not have taken care he said it emphatically down as soon as you go forget it so god used that appendix operation to open her eyes to see the dimension of his mercy and today they are living happily together what are we trying to say god's mercies are divided into two we have the aspect of God's grace and favor. We have the other aspect of number one, your positioning, which I talked about. Number two, your hunger. Number three, your actions. If these three are not in place, you may not be able to attract the mercy of God in your personal finding or in your you know your, your 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 marriage what am i trying to say there's an aspect of god's mercies that deal with his grace and favor that one he just he just shows up without you doing anything that's why the bible said that and i will have mercy on who i choose to have mercy upon and i will have compassion on who i choose to have compassion upon that one you don't even you can be doing all the things you want to do you may not even carry him along he will just come and say ah this guy, you are just being a fool. No problems. Let's just bless him. That is out of God's, you know, benevolence now. But there's another part of God's mercies that deals with your positioning, your hunger and action. If these three things are missing, please note it down. Positioning, hunger and action. If they are not in place, it will be difficult to assess that realm. Men and brethren, hear me? God does not carry out miracles in the lives of people for them to get convinced. No. He will still be God if these miracles don't occur. So we've seen people whereby they will, they, they will be, you know, questioning God instead of asking God questions. No, there are two different things. Questioning God and asking God questions. People say, and, and I'm serving you, I'm serving you. You know, the other day I rejected this tempting offer because of you, reminding God as if to say that you, you have other options. And God's like, really? If you don't do it, another person will do it. If you don't serve me, I will raise up stones that, to serve me. It will never get that bad that God will not be able to point one or two people that will serve me. Who are you? What do you even carry? So, you are the one that even need God more than God even needing you. This is true. So, God's grace and favor 
can still overrule your foolish positioning and action. But formulas differ. Formulas differ in the way problems are solved. This is why we must be very, very careful. Because what is good for the goose may not be good for the gander. And then this is why we must know how to apply wisdom in certain ramification. We cannot afford, you know, to, 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 to dilly-dally. This is true. You know, God cannot do anything here on earth without people. We have the earth realm. This is the realm we are functioning in. And no matter how strong God is, there are certain things he cannot do. Yeah, he still needs people. We've seen situations whereby, you know, people will say that, ah, ah, somebody just came out of the blue to help me. And when I turned around to thank him, I didn't see him again. I didn't see him again or stuff like that. That is God using angels in human forms to bless. You see, you must understand that a failed marriage can be a lesson to a nearly crumbling one. And a nearly crumbling marriage can be a big lesson to a new and young marriage. So there are realms. When you think you have seen it all and there's no hope, somebody is hanging in there and say, listen, <laughs> ah, you just have to make do with what you have in order to get what you want. Look at the marriage of Abraham and Sarah and Hagar. This couple had a meeting with God. They received, you know, an angel of God who told them that so, 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 time they will get a child and all of that. Still, Sarah pressurized her husband into getting a house pregnant. And that truncated a lot of things. That affected a lot of things. Affected a lot of things. If not for God's mercies, if not for God's mercies, because God himself didn't even consider Ishmael as a son. Check your Bible. You will not see anywhere, uh, any place where, you know, um, God called Ishmael's son. He said, thy seed, your seed. So, there's a difference between seed and son. Even when he was going to send them out, he said, take Hagar, the bondwoman, and her seed, and send them away. It was when Isaac came into the picture. That he said, take your son, your only son, whom thou lovest. Whom thou lovest. You know? That was because of God's mercies. Not because they did any position in hunger or action. But then, God's ways of teaching you, you know, lessons can be a way of delaying you. And you think he's frustrating you. God's ways of teaching you hard lessons. Is the delay you think is frustrating you with? You'll be there getting angry that you're 30, you're 32, you're 33, you're 34, you're not married yet, and then you're asking God for the formula, you're asking God for the dimension. What is happening? How can I break even? What is the way forward? What is the thing? And God is saying, Pay the price. Pay the price. Pay the price. This is true. There is no such thing as luck. I need to make it clear. We all are engraced. Many are enjoying the grace of God in their lives. Not because of the effort that they are making, but because of who prayed for them. Who is praying for you presently? Who prayed for you? 
to my parents on their deathbed when they were about to die you could see the prayers they prayed say god my son my daughter my this here and there you could see the the, the hunger the passion the tenacity that is why you see a wayward child that was given birth to by somebody who had a relationship with god still thriving in marriage and you you are there you've prayed you fasted you are a believer you've kept your body and all of that and god is still delaying you and you're like ah, ah. so you must understand that you cannot bribe god with your prayer fasting and think those are the parameters you need to be found right these are supposed to be normal things you're supposed to be doing so prayer and fasting is not a trophy jesus already said that pray without season and he said, he said, he said, this one cannot go away except by prayer and fasting. So, Jesus does not even expect anything less from you. He doesn't. There is a junction of, you know, God's mercies. There's also an aspect of paying prices and owning certain receipts. You will pay the price because choices are spiritual. That's what we call the paradox of choice. A lot of people are not willing to pay the price, but they want to have the price. It's not possible. You want the glory, but you don't want to have the story. You want to have a rank, but you're not willing to make your mark. It's a lie. Nothing just happens. No success is just achieved. Either maritally, whether financially, physically, limit. You see anyone celebrated today in the night, know that they have paid the price in the day. Know that plenty sweat, plenty blood and saliva had gone down the drain. Choices are spiritual. Sometimes God will initiate encounters for people. Positions who will help them through this dark moment. And when you think God is so wicked to you, and God will say, Ah, this person does not really understand. Though. How do we make her understand that I am even showing her favor? with the kind of life she has lived with the kind of life he has lived you would think it's just mere accident you were able to locate the counselor who just got everything right in your almost failed marriage no it's not because you are good in searching for for counselors online same because of your prayer god positioned these people into your life god positioned this person into your life god works with what you say to take you to where you want to be not necessarily where he wants you to be so it's a question of do you really want to be where god wants you to be or where you want to be this is true because if it is based on where god wants you to be it is longer it is tougher it is it is narrow it is fiercer but then it comes with a price which we are not willing to pay. But the problem is, is we want to have our cake and still eat it. We want to be where God wants and we still want to be where we want. And it's not possible. We want to sit on the fence. And then a lot of people have taken God out of the picture and God has gone to the back seat in the classroom of their marriage and is watching them mark the scripts of their decisions. God help us. Hungry couples 
plus God's mercies is very accessible and doable. This is true. If you read my caption on Instagram, you will notice I, I gave a short story of how a couple, you know, stayed awake in the midnight for four hours. This was Sunday midnight now. 12 a.m. to 4 a.m. I was talking with them on the phone. There are moments whereby they will be talking, they will start shouting at themselves. I want to keep quiet and listen to them. Allow them finish whatever they are doing before we continue. What am I trying to say? For them to even stay up for four hours to talk to me, it means they were hungry enough. So, will you be surprised if somehow, after one month or two months of intense counseling, their marriage finds stability and we're able to make progress? No. Because in as much as the mercy of God rested on them, they were available for this mercy of God. Look at the woman with the issue of blood. You cannot but appreciate that woman. She said, If only I can touch the hem of Jesus' garment. I know I will be made whole. I know I will be made whole. And then she forced her way through. Forced her way through. Pushed her way through. You know, those days, you know, Jesus Christ was a local celebrity. You don't see him alone. You see him with his disciples and the people that wants to hear from him. This woman, how she did it, how she meandered her way through and got to the front to touch Jesus' garment is still a mystery. She had the issue of blood for many years, 12 years. But immediately she had that encounter. Her bleeding ceased for 12 years. What caused it? It was not about God's mercy now. It was because she was hungry enough for that dimension. She would have just listened to Jesus' sermon and then go home. And just live with it all alive and say, which one are we going to do now? It is well. Let the will of God be done. So, it was not about just God's will now. It was because she needed a new dimension of miracle. She needed a new dawn. Look at Blood Bartimaeus, for example. He said, Jesus! Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus pretended as if he didn't hear. He was walking and walking and walking and walking. Mind you, Jesus Christ did not pass through that route again. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. You know, Jesus had gone forward already and he paused and looked behind. And, you know, was looking at who was calling him. Immediately that he stopped, People reached out to him and then took him to Jesus. That was how he received his healing. Jesus asked him again, what would you want me to do? Some people, just like how one house man we met, he said that uh, he prefers for him to be given money than for him to, you know, be taken away from, you know, where he was doing, where he was. He was, you know, sitting down. He had one issue with just one leg. And then, help was to offer. Help was to come forward for him to at least go and get help. Get the job done. You know, move. Leave your comfort. Say, no, 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 no. He cannot leave. He knows how much he's getting there daily. 
and then if he's getting that kind of amount, how will he want to do? No, no. He will prefer to stay there. And he stayed put. So you can see that that kind of person is not even hungry enough for that dimension. This is true. But blind Bartimaeus insisted, help me for I need your help. You must persist. You must push. The same thing with Brozakios. He knew he needed an encounter and he stayed put. Zacchaeus, 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 that song is in the query. We've seen, you know, men who are into smoking, marrying wives that feel, listen, I know I've made a mistake, but then, can I attract God's message? And then you see the man reaching out to me, telling me he has a problem. Why? Because he has seen that he needs God's help, and then, even if God's help is to come, he needs to position himself. How well are we positioned for this dimension? How well are we hungry enough for it to get the job done? You see, the kind of mercy of God that you attract without any hunger positioned. From you will be the one God Himself deemed fit to give you with or without your personal effort. If you've seen God engracing you with grace and favor, just know that uh, He just showed you mercy on His own accord and not because you deserve it. Say, for by His mercies we are not consumed. Hmm. And we must know that our makeups are different and there's no formula for attracting God's mercy. If he decides not to look at our flaws and weaknesses. She's true. I pray that the Lord Almighty will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Look at the, the, the Israelites, for example. Before they started this journey, somebody was given a vision that for a certain number of years they will remain in the land that does not belong to them. He went on to say that they'll be delivered and all of that. So it is easy for you to key into the the marriage and then waste time when we can easily make sure we are we are not we are not just doing anything because we want to do anything, but because we want to pay the price. And that was how God hardened the heart of everybody concerned, including Philip just to destroy them and for his name to be glorified and a lot of them died in the red sea what am i trying to say let us find balance let us find balance let us work on ourselves and let us believe god for the new dimension it's not easy but god has been faithful so i pray that the lord might you be with us and with us in jesus name we pray Amen. We've come to the end of this nice session. You know, it's been an amazing one. I know we've learned a lot. We spent about three minutes and 27 seconds. God has been faithful already. 
and then we talked about attracting God's mercies in your personal finding and marriage. And I know the Lord Almighty has already perfected all that concerns us in Jesus' name. I pray for your marriage that is going through one problem or the other, that the Lord Almighty will strengthen you in the name of Jesus. The Lord Almighty will be with you in the name of Jesus. He will guide you and order your steps and guide you into all truth in Jesus' name. For you that is not married and you are believing God, I pray that you attract the mercy of God in the name of Jesus. The Lord Almighty will be with us and show His face of mercy and compassion upon us in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. So this is what we are talking about here. Paying prices. Paying prices. Paying prices. Don't just take your foot off the gas. There are different prices that we have to pay for the married ones and for the single ones. But then, a lot of people must understand that God cannot be mocked. God is not a fool. He knows our very intention. He knows how hungry we are. He knows the steps we are willing to take. And then if you don't pay these steps, don't pay these prices, then you will not be able to get the price, which I know that um, God is able to help us um, achieve and understand. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. If you want to have access to this particular podcast of mine, please, I, please, I beg you, I'm going to be saving it on my showreel here, Missla. All you need to do is just to look for the one that fits you and then download already. Okay. And then the Lord, the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. I'm going to make them available. You can get it downloaded here on my showreel. And then if you are finding it difficult, kindly reach out to me and I'll make it available in Jesus' name. We gather like this on Mondays and Fridays by 7.30 p.m. And I know for those of you that joined us, you have been um, blessed already. And I know that the Lord Almighty will still bless us come Friday as well by 7.30 p.m. Same time, same station. And I know the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. I always say that um, if the devil has stolen from you, recovery is by force. And you are supposed to find yourself first before you are found right. And find yourself first before you find uh, right. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I remain Stephen Adekunle Adeboye, and I'm your friend in the School of Counseling and Relationship Life, Stephen Adekunle Adeboye. And you're welcome to Finding Yourself podcast. And I know that we all have been blessed by the reason of the anointing. Thank you so much for your likes. Thanks for your love. Thanks for the vote of confidence. It means a lot to me. And I know the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Stay close to my page so that I can have access to my picture articles, my prayers, my stories, and all of that. And I know the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much. And um, God bless you all until I come your way again. See you soon. And God bless. Bye for now. I love you all already. Bye.